This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW. Welcome back. It's Vancouver Consumer on CKNW. I'm Martin Strong. Coming up, we'll talk about a crucial component to your health, your teeth. Your overall oral health. We'll talk to BC Perio about how to keep your mouth in tip-top shape, even if you're missing a bunch of teeth. Uh, you can get some new ones in a hurry with BC Perio. That's coming up. But first, some of the consumer news headlines from the past week. On Canada Day, this coming Thursday, Vancouver City Hall and the Burrard Bridge will be glowing orange. The city says it's being done to commemorate those children found buried on various sites of residential schools. First, it was Kamloops. Then the day before they made that announcement this past week, there was another discovery in Saskatchewan where it was reported that more than 750 remains were found at a former residential school. The idea of Canada Day itself has become a controversial topic in Canada in 2021 as we all come face to face with the dark history surrounding uh, this country's treatment of Indigenous people. The hashtag Cancel Canada Day has even been making the rounds on social media, and some municipalities, including Penticton, Kelowna, Port Hardy, and Victoria, have already cancelled celebrations ahead of July 1st. There have also been calls to cancel Canada Day celebrations in Vancouver. However, Councillor Sarah Kirby-Young says City Hall doesn't have the power to do that because Vancouver doesn't have any civic-led celebrations. And if you're like a lot of us, you've become somewhat addicted to hand sanitizer over the past year and a half. But beware, not all hand sanitizers are the same. Health Canada is now saying that a number of these products have been added to a growing recall list because they may pose health risks. One problem is that some contain ingredients not permitted by Health Canada. For example, methanol. Uh, that can cause dermatitis, eye irritation, respiratory problems, and headaches. One unauthorized medicinal ingredient has even been found in hand sanitizers. That's one propanol. Health Canada says, among other things, it can cause drowsiness. So if your hand sanitizer is making you drowsy, uh, there may be a problem. The names are all brands you've probably never heard of, but a full list containing the details behind the recall of each hand sanitizer is available on Health Canada's website. And there's been a million of these surveys, the world's most livable cities, all that stuff. Vancouver is always pretty well at the top, usually, but I think most of us uh, take it all with a grain of salt, especially in this city. So how would millennials rank Vancouver, especially since they seem to be uh, some of the hardest hit people by things like high rents and out of reach real estate prices? But if you were born between 1981 and 96, you're technically a millennial. So the oldest millennials are turning 40 this year. And in a new survey of millennials out of 85 cities in Canada, they ranked Vancouver the 13th best place to live. That's three spots lower than the last survey three years ago. The survey looks at a number of things like average incomes, home prices, health care, even the weather. According to millennials, the most attractive city in Canada, Quebec City, Ottawa was second, followed by Kingston, Ontario at third. Uh, the highest place in BC was New Westminster in sixth place. Victoria was eighth. Burnaby was 11th. Vancouver was 13th. Toronto was uh, one ahead of Vancouver 
in 12th. And uh, which were the least attractive cities for millennials? I'm sorry to say you may be in one right now. Chilliwack, Maple Ridge, and at the very bottom, Langley. That doesn't seem right. Most of the blame for that goes to the high cost of housing which might make a little bit of sense. This is Vancouver Consumer. And when we come back, we'll talk about a crucial component to your health, your teeth. Whether you know it or not, the health of your teeth and gums can have a profound effect on your overall health and your smile and your feeling of confidence. And up next, we'll hear from Dr. Ron Zokel from BC Perio about how you can make sure you're as healthy as you can be and in the process, make your smile look like a million bucks. That's coming up when Vancouver Consumer continues. Welcome back. It's Vancouver Consumer on CKNW. I'm Martin Strong, and I just read yet another new prediction. It was uh, from the past week that in the next four years, the global market for dental implants will grow by $1.34 billion. And what that means is that uh, there very well may be a dental implant in your future. And uh, they say it's because of new technology, materials being used, techniques that make it quicker and more comfortable. And uh, if you do uh, get find yourself in the market for a dental implant, you want to go to the very best. And at the forefront of this new dental implant technology is a place right here in the Lower Mainland, the BC Perio Dental Health and Implant Center. And uh, one of the dentists there is our old friend, Dr. Ron Zokel. How are you, Ron? How's it going? <laughs> Martin, I'm well. Thank you very much. Nice to be with you again. Yeah. So um, let's get right into this whole conversation about dental implants. And I guess, I mean, how many people do you run into that don't even know what a dental implant is? Do you ever run into people? Uh, fewer and fewer, Martin. Uh, most people are aware of either, many people have had dental implants, many more than you might anticipate, but also if they don't, they know people who have. So it's really unusual to find somebody who hasn't heard of a dental implant. Right. Yeah. And, and I guess they are sort of invisible. If, you know, a good dental implant <laughs> is not something you run around telling everybody, you just smile and you have a great smile. Oh, and that's, that's the beauty of it. If somebody loses a tooth, it looks really lousy and they're unhappy with how it looks. If you put a dental implant in and put a tooth on it, you do it really, really well. It looks like you've never had any problem there in the first place. It, and then people, when they see that, they never tell anybody that they had a problem. They don't show their, yeah. show their tooth and say, hey, look, I got a dental implant. They don't do that. <laughs> no, they just smile. <laughs> that million dollar smile. Yeah. Yeah. So, so let's really briefly uh, talk about a dental implant you know, the definition of a dental implant? Well, dental implant is a structure, usually a threaded structure made of titanium or titanium alloy that is put into a bone structure and is allowed the, to have a fusion of with it, with the titanium, with the bone. And when that happens, you put a tooth on top and you can bite on it and it functions and feels very much like a natural tooth. Mm-hmm. And uh, are you offended by the phrase fake tooth? <laughs> no, definitely <laughs> no, not. No, you shouldn't. <laughs> you shouldn't be. But it's not really fake, I don't think. It's a, I have one in my mouth. I don't think of it as a fake tooth. I think of it as a real tooth. And in fact, to be honest, I'd never think of it. That's, That's the, the point, point, is that when these things are put in and they don't hurt you, they are un, if they're not unsightly, you stop thinking about it and it becomes natural to you. 
Yeah. And then you just uh, subconsciously feel more comfortable and uh, good about the way you look. And, uh, and then your life just blossoms from there. <laughs> Were it that simple? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> some of that's up to the, some of that's up to you. But uh, but a, a really good smile can really help. And if you go to BC Perio, that's a great place to start. If you're interested and you want to find out more, go to bcperio.ca. Uh, they're on Johnson Street in Coquitlam, as well as uh, on Broadway in Vancouver, 777 West Broadway in Vancouver, uh, BC Perio. And uh, let's, you know, let's get into the questions that you probably get asked all the time. Um, you go in and uh, somebody wants to get uh, uh, a tooth replaced, or we're going to talk about this a little later. If you have dentures and you want to get rid of, you're sick and tired of the dentures, you want to get rid of them, you can do that too. But what the the questions that people probably have for you probably the first question is is what about discomfort and pain in the process of getting a dental implant how do you respond to that well it's interesting there have been a number of occasions where people who have had dental implants placed and they had a lot of discomfort with the process that's not our experience and 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 that's the problem so when somebody tells somebody that they had an implant and they had a lot of problems with it those people tend to be apprehensive you, if you speak to the great, great majority of people who I've treated over the last 40 years with dental implants, you'll find that the huge, huge majority of them barely needed an aspirin after they come out of their anesthetic. Right. And in terms of the process, it's not the most invasive process. Um, you know, I was watching the video on your website, bcperio.ca, and Dr. Birdie was talking about how in some cases it's, you know, it's less less discomfort than a cavity or, or a simple dental procedure. And that's correct. I, I know fillings, having placed fillings over many, many years, and this is quite a few years ago, that people would have more discomfort after a filling than they do after a dental surgery where we're putting an implant in. Mm -hmm. So that's sort of the first question solved that people ask about, you know, how much is it going to hurt? And the answer is not that much. So another question uh, you might get asked is, can your body reject a dental implant? Does that ever happen? Now, that's a very interesting question because people use the term reject, uh, not realizing what it actually means. And right. when the body rejects something, it has an antibody reaction to that particular product. And that doesn't happen with dental implants. And uh, quite frankly, I haven't, as many as people have come by from time to time and said they're allergic to titanium, um, it hasn't borne out with people that I've treated. Now, when we see, can it reject it? No, it cannot reject the implant as far as I'm concerned, but you can have disease form around it and you can have a situation where the bone won't heal to the implant. That does occur, but it's not technically a rejection. Is it an implant right. failure? Just the same? Absolutely. And we should be able to retreat it with the expectation of getting a result. Uh, just as though we'd started for the first time. Right. And you mentioned titanium. And if people who listen to Vancouver Consumer have heard Dr. Zokel before, we talked about uh, the fact that people were getting dental implants a couple of thousand years ago, except they were made of coral. They weren't using titanium back mm -hmm. then. But are they mostly always titanium now? By the great majority of them are titanium. Uh, we haven't found a better product, although investigation is going into the use of zirconia as a material for a dental implant. Uh, 
that has a different property characteristic in its relationship with bone. That's still on the cutting edge and it hasn't gotten any significant traction in the, in the community of, uh, of dental surgeons who are placing implants. So titanium is still by far the most prevalent type of a dental implant. Mm-hmm. We're talking to Dr. Ron Zokel. He's a dentist at BC Perio. They have uh, locations in Vancouver, 777 West Broadway in Vancouver, and also on Johnson Street in Coquitlam. You can uh, check out their website, bcperio.ca. And uh, we're just kind of going through the questions that people have when they're considering an implant. We talked about discomfort uh, and and pain, which is, uh, you know, a pretty good outcome. Not that much. Um, another, the, probably the last question would be, how long is it going to last? Wow, that's a great question. <laughs> because... The dental implant is technically the procedure which has the potential to last you the rest of your life. Everything else in dentistry that we have has a definitive life expectancy. But the the dental implant, if treated and managed well and kept clean, can last you the rest of your life. Yeah, that's good to know. And and in terms of keeping it clean, it's kind of like, just doing what you do normally to keep your mouth clean, floss and brush, right? Nothing, nothing exceptional beyond that is just attention to regular cleaning and flossing or using a water pick instead of a floss, but keeping it clean. If you do that, it will take care of you as long as you take care of it. Right. And let's talk about dentures. Cause I know a lot of people, uh, my dad had dentures and he, he wasn't a particular fan of his dentures, but he just, it was just what he had to, what he had to deal with. Um, and what do you say to people who have had dentures for many, many years and they think it's too late to, to get implants? It's very rare for anybody, even somebody wearing dentures for 30, 40 years to not be able to have some type of an implant supported end result with solid teeth in their mouth. It is really rare. Now, under unusual circumstances where the bone has been lost to such a significant degree, we might have to graft it a little in order to get implants in, but we can always do it. Right. So, so the, the idea that, uh, the bone is somehow disappeared, uh, is, is, is a false one. Well, the bone does disappear underneath a denture and, uh, that is a fairly routine. It's rare to see somebody who's been wearing dentures a long term, having a lot of bone structure still on the jaw. It does happen, but it's more a rarity than a normal. And, and, the longer people wear dentures, the more they're inclined to believe that nothing can be done about it. And they'd be wrong in that assumption. Mm-hmm. And uh, as I say, I was on your website earlier, bcperio.ca, and I was watching, uh, you have a bunch of videos. So if you have some questions about dental implants and whether dental implants are for you, I recommend you go to bcperio.ca, watch some of these videos because there's some interesting stuff. And uh, in one of the videos, Dr. Birdie is talking about how he uh, gave someone who was 89 years old uh, new teeth. And uh, which is incredible. And how common is that? Um, you know, what's the, I, I don't know if you want to mention this, the, the oldest patient you ever worked on. Well, I've treated people well into their 90s. I can recall one not that long ago, 94 years of age. But I've been doing this an awful long time, you know, Martin. And and there's a massive variety of age types. But well into their 90s is common. The limitation for placing a dental implant is not your age. It is your your health of your general medical health. And can you 
tolerate the procedure? Is your health of your system good enough to allow the bone to heal properly? Those are the criteria. And there's some people in their 50s, 40s, 50s, and 60s who are not able to, but they are unusual at best. But certainly age is not an issue. Right. So that's a, that's an important thing for people to realize that uh, if, if they've been wearing dentures for a long time, um, uh, t uh, dental implants could be for them, which uh, I, I think would could be a, you know, a, a game changer for some people. Hey, well, it's it, more than that. It, it changes their life dramatically because for somebody who hasn't had solid teeth for 20, 30 years now has solid teeth and what they can eat and how they can go about their life from then on forward is massively changed and improved. So their, their life literally is dramatically changed. Yeah, no, no doubt. Because, you know, I, I was thinking about, you know, the difference between dentures and dental implants. And my first thought is, well, that they, they, they're in your mouth, you, you put them in a glass <laughs> and you have to clean them <laughs> and all that stuff. But it's, it's more profound than that. It's, it's being able to eat an apple or something, right? Yeah, yes. And there are some denture wearers who, profess that they can eat anything they want to. And, uh, and maybe it's because there are some foods they just don't want to eat because it hurts them. But whatever it is, some people are very satisfied with dentures. And, and we're content to just say, no, that's your wish. That's certainly not a problem. But if you want to improve your quality of life and be able to eat some of those more nutritious foods, like raw vegetables and things like that, where dentures cause some pain in the gum tissue when you bite on those firm foods, then implant-supported teeth will give you that solution. Right. So uh, all the more reason to go to bcperio.ca. We're talking to Dr. Ron Zokel. He is a dentist at BC Perio. They are in Coquitlam on Johnson Street and in Vancouver, 777, 777 West Broadway in Vancouver. And uh, go to bcperio.ca and uh, see what they can do for you. Because if you've got uh, dentures, as we say, um, even if you've had them for you know, many, many years, uh, dental implants could be for you. And when we come back, I want to talk about uh, teeth in one day because the, the process of getting a dental implant uh, is very interesting and it, it seems to be changing all the time. And uh, you have a process called teeth in a day, which is literally just that. And when we come back, we're going to talk about teeth in a day with uh, Dr. Ron Zokel from BC Perio. That's when Vancouver Consumer continues right after this. Welcome back. It is Vancouver Consumer on CKNW. I'm Martin Strong, and we are talking about your teeth. Actually, it's much more than your teeth. It's uh, not only your overall health, but your overall feeling of uh, confidence and well-being. And that's why the, the place you need to have on your radar is BC Perio, the Dental Health and Implant Center. Their bcperio.ca is the website. You can give them a call, 604-872-0222. Uh, they're at West Broadway in Vancouver, 777 West Broadway, and then Johnson Street in Coquitlam. And uh, one of their dentists is Dr. Ron Zokel, and uh, he's he's with me now. And uh, it's it's very warm outside. Uh, I guess, uh, I'm guessing, I'm looking at the website, and I see the, the beautiful view you have in your Vancouver office on West Broadway. I'm guessing you have pretty good air conditioning there. <laughs> we try sometimes the, the temperatures overwhelm the system, but uh, more, more than not, uh, we're, we're actually relatively comfortable there. Yeah. So don't let the heat wave, uh, uh, slow you down, especially, uh, we we're talking before the break about teeth in a day. 
Uh, when I got my uh, implants, it, uh, it it was a long process, and I know uh, it's different for everybody. Um, but let's talk about teeth in a day, which is literally a new tooth in a day, right? It could be one tooth or it could be a whole set of teeth all in one day. So what we do is that we will get rid of all the damage to structure, all the teeth that have to come out, get rid of all the disease that was creating the problem in the first place, put implants in and set solid teeth on those implants the very same day you came in. Right. So, so this is a, a process that you do, but not every patient does it that way, right? Well, not every patient does it that way. A, a lot depends on um, how many teeth have to be replaced. Now, when we are replacing a full upper jaw or a full lower jaw, we almost always do it that way because we get the very, very best results when we do it that way. But not everybody is trained to treat these full uh, jaw implant structures the same way. And uh, but this is, uh, I think we're, I think it's reasonable to say that we're pretty re leading edge in this matter. Yeah. And I think that's important to point out because, uh, you're no, you know, uh, you're no Johnny come lately in the uh, teeth and bad business. I don't know where that came. I'm a 90 year old man. That's why I said that. Um, uh, but, uh, you have been doing this for many, many years and you're also, you know, you're, you're involved in the industry and tell us some of, some of the things you're involved in. Oh, good Lord. Uh, well, this this lockdown has been rather interesting, but in the last two weeks, I've accepted an, uh, an invitation to lecture in Cairo, Egypt, as well as Dubai in the United Arab Emirates, as well as Bora Bora in French, French Polynesia. So, <laughs> that's all in this wow. past week for all intents and purposes. Holy cow, that's very cool. <laughs> well, yeah, I... I think it's, I think it's kind of cool. It's rather nice actually to have that type of recognition and to be afforded the opportunity to travel and share your knowledge. Yeah. And you'll finally get to travel because you do that a lot before, before COVID you're lecturing and, uh, going to these, uh, uh, symposiums and things, uh, which is very cool. And I think that's important because this is a technology that is growing so quickly. I mean, how different is it now than it was say 20 years ago? Well, it's massively different. Uh, gosh, you think about the improvements and it, you have to speculate as to what's going to improve where, from where we are right now. And I'm sure it will. Uh, but the technology is always increasing. And that's why it's absolutely essential to be a student of the field. You can't sit on your laurels and just expect that you can do tomorrow what you're doing today. You've just got to be on top of the research and just find out what's actually available to make your patients uh, happier and have a more successful outcome. Yeah. And I guess a lot of that is about making it a more pleasurable experience, less discomfort, and uh, just an overall more comfortable experience. And I think we're pretty much there in the comfort department because most of our patients uh, rarely need anything other than just local anesthetic. And we do this thing, they, they get through it very, very comfortably. And when they come out of it, the great majority of them don't need anything more than about an aspirin. That's right. And that's BC Perio. You can go to bcperio.ca uh, and uh, they're in West Broadway in Vancouver, 777 West Broadway, also Johnson Street in Coquitlam. And, uh, and you did very well through the COVID, uh, I guess we'll just call it the pandemic and uh, things are, are slowly getting back to normal. Do you see sort of a boom now that people are taking their masks off and suddenly they're <laughs> their mouths are showing, their teeth are showing. Uh, do well, you expect a sort of a boom in, in 
overall dentistry? I think that's a high possibility. One of the problems we have with the lockdowns and such is that people were reluctant to get their checkups done, do examinations. They just wanted to be out of any potential for, for to intercept a virus. So now they're coming in and there's probably more work to do. Uh, many of them have been able to save their money because they haven't spent it anywhere. And therefore, they're looking at uh, investing in their in their dental health. So we are seeing a very, very strong uptake in dental services now compared to a couple of months ago. Right. And BC Perio, uh, you are a, like a full service uh, clinic. Like you do, you, you do the entire, you know, mouth, right? Like it's not just dental implants. <laughs> Let's see if I can be more specific. <laughs> we do focus on dental implants because that's one of the most valuable procedures to help people get restored to a point where they can be stable for the long term and potentially the rest of their life. However, we don't treat people just because we're looking to do dental implants. That's not the case at all. When somebody comes in, we evaluate their dental health in terms of what their priorities are. And when we when we look at with the treatment options that are available, we'll outline not just implants, but other solutions as well, and talk about the pros and cons of each of those treatment possibilities and the costs of them as well, and allow the patient to make a determination of which direction they'd like to go. Yeah. And, and as part of that sort of overall care, uh, you, it's very important that uh, you, you also do CT scans as well as x-rays. Well, a CT scan is a type of an x-ray, just a lot right. more uh, significant in terms of, of what you image with the ionizing radiation. Uh, but everybody that we treat, it starts out with a CT scan. And the beauty of it is we don't charge for it. Uh, that's, that's a rarity all by itself. But we can't see everything we need to see if we don't have a CT scan. And we don't want the cost of a CT scan to be prohibitive and us making sure that we have all the information we need to have to make sure we're recommending the correct direction of treatment for our patients. Right. So all the more reason to give BC Perio a call. You can phone them at 604-872-0222 or uh, go to bcperio.ca and go in for a consultation. And uh, as Dr. Zokel just said, a free CT scan and they'll get a uh, I guess a CT scan gives you like a, just a full picture of your, your mouth and the structure of your mouth. And it depends. Now, just to be really specific, what we take is called a CBCT scan. And it is slightly different than the medical CT scan that's taken at a hospital, for example, because the radiation dosage is massively lower. And we can image the whole head at a low resolution with the X-radiation exposure limited maybe two small little tiny X-rays that are often taken many times during the course of a year for any individual patient. So we have all that information at a very, very low cost to the patient. And that's not money cost, it's actually exposure to radiation. Right, right, exactly. Because a lot of people talk about that, but with the kind of technology they have now, it's it's sort of typical to other household items in terms of exposure, radiation exposure. Yeah, it's, it's massively lower than the medical radi uh, CT scans that are often taken. These, these things are called cone beam CT scans, and the technology is very, very different. Yeah, and crucial to, to someone's care because you need to see that information. 
Well, now we have information that we can see in three dimensions, and that is very valuable. Every other x-ray protocol that we have is a two-dimensional image, and we have to interpret what that third dimension might be. With a CT scan, we can actually see it. Mm -hmm. And so we've talked about uh, dental implants, and that is the that is the specialty of BC Perio. You guys are the the people to call in the Lower Mainland for dental implants. BCPerio.ca. Let's talk about some of the other services that you provide. I, I know you even do teeth whitening. How how popular is that these days? <laughs> well, it's actually quite popular. Just about everybody would like to have their teeth a little bit whiter. Uh, however, it's not the focus of what we do but it's involved in every procedure we do when it involves front teeth because we have to look at it and say, how can we make this as cosmetically uh, valuable for our patients as possible? And every now and then a patient will come in with a priority of having the front teeth look as good as possible. And now we got to look at the various options to do that. And if the teeth are broken down or misaligned or something's wrong with the teeth, we can change the color of the teeth by putting crowns or veneers on them. However, if the teeth are properly set up and are in proper position, but the color is not right? You can bleach them. So there's a lot of different options that are available to us. But what we have to do for everybody is take a look at you, talk to you, find out what your priorities are. And then we generally will have a solution for you. And our solutions in our office are generally periodontal or some form of surgery of the implants or teeth, the rebuilding of, of um, teeth with full crowns and such. Partial dentures are also there as well. If you need a root canal or orthodontics, we'll refer that service. Yeah. And you also do, uh, uh, it's what, what's it called? It's not, it's, it's a, a number of implants that are sort of connected, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah, it could be a, if somebody who has to lose all their teeth, one of the nicest and easiest, fastest and inexpensive process is, is what we call an all on four, where we put four to five four. implants, four to five implants put in, and you put a complete set of teeth on those four or five implants. Yeah, it's it's incredible what you guys can do, um, and uh, I, I recommend if you're if you're thinking about it, um, and like like Doctor Zokel says, they will match that tooth because I guess when you match a, a an implant, you put the the tooth in, it has to be sort of the same shade of white as all the other teeth. Very much so, and I, nobody likes to have one tooth that's different in color from another tooth, and it's often the basis of rejection. Of, of the service itself. Patient looks at it and says, I don't like that. I guess we redo it then. Uh, but we do everything we can to match it as closely as possible. And uh, it is often said in dentistry that the most difficult thing to do is that one front tooth where you got to match uh, a crown to the natural tooth adjacent to it. And, and sometimes that's incredibly difficult. There's the laboratory's responsibility to get that as right as possible. We try to guide them, but ultimately they have to fabricate that tooth with a color and, and to match and be as symmetric as possible to the tooth right next to it. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if it's it, because the front two teeth are like a matching pair. <laughs> so they have to be exactly the same. Well, as which, close as which, possible because it's the thing that draws the eye is asymmetry. Could be in color, mm -hmm. could be in two shape, whatever it might be. So getting it exactly as close as possible, exactly is not the right term because I don't think it's possible to get it perfect but we can get it awfully close. Yeah. I remember once it wasn't the front teeth, but uh, they were matching uh, a, a tooth, a, a crown, and uh, they had different names like eggshell white. And, and I think mine was <laughs> Kentucky coal miner. I think that was I did, my shade. Um, I, did, I, did, yeah, I think so, you're talking about a set of dishes. 
<laughs> <laughs> yeah, that could it could be that. <laughs> uh, well, thanks for putting up with me, Doctor Zokel. Uh, Dr. Ron Zokel is a dentist at BC Perio Dental Health and Implant Center. They're at West Broadway in Vancouver and Johnson Street in Coquitlam. You can go to bcperio.ca. Uh, these are the people uh, who are at the forefront of the, the dental implant technology world. They use the latest materials and the latest techniques. And uh, as we've heard, it's quick, it's easy, and it's comfortable. And uh, they're the place to go, bcperio.ca. Uh, so uh, bcperio.ca. So Dr. Zokel, have a, a great rest of the afternoon and uh, stay cool. Yeah, thank you so much, Martin. We'll talk to you soon. All right, Dr. Uh, Ron Zokel from BC Perio. This is Vancouver Consumer on CKNW. And coming up, big changes for the clothing company Canada Goose. They make those high-end parkas. Our producer, Ben Dooley, has the latest on Dooley Noted right after this. Welcome back. It's Vancouver Consumer on CKNW. Time now for Dooley Noted and our producer, Ben Dooley, who today looks at some changes for the clothing company Canada Goose. Thanks, Martin. Canada Goose, the luxury parka maker known for its coyote fur-trimmed hoods, will stop using fur in its products by the end of next year, the company said. The decision came as upscale department store chain Holt Renfrew said it will stop selling all animal fur and exotic skins within the same time frame. The parallel announcements follow a string of similar decisions in recent years by U.S. retailers like Macy's and brands like Gucci and Michael Kors. The removal of fur from fashion collections and store shelves signals a changing tide in the apparel industry as consumer concerns over animal welfare increase, industry experts say. Ending the use of fur also allows brands and retailers to appeal to more consumers, said Farla Efros, president of HRC Retail Advisory. The luxury parka maker has been using wild coyote fur from Western Canada and the U.S. Canada Goose CEO Danny Reese said the decision will transform how the company makes its products. The change comes after the company said last year that it would start using reclaimed fur and stop purchasing new fur in 2022. Canada Goose has faced criticism from some animal rights groups for its use of fur. In response to the company's decision to go fur-free by the end of 2022, Peter President Ingrid Newkirk said the animal rights group is suspending its international campaigns against Canada Goose. PETA will now push the company to end its use of goose and duck feathers, she said. I'm Ben Dooley, and that's Dooley Noted. Thank you, Ben. And that is it for Vancouver Consumer. We're here every Saturday from 2 to 4 on CKNW. Stay tuned. The news is next. The proceeding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW.